Hey guys, welcome to Let's Get Into It. This is Big D. A little bit about myself. I was born and raised in Alabama. Roll Tide. I'm currently now living in Georgia. Oh man, boo them dogs. I'm, I'm married to our co-host, Shane, with our two wonderful kids. And hey guys, my name is Shan. I'm a Gen Xer. A Gemini and a PABS member. What's PABS? People Against Blatant Stupidity. Let's Let's get get into into it. Welcome, new listeners, to our show. Let's get into it. We have a lot planned to talk about, hopefully some things you can relate to. By the end of this, you'll be writing in and telling us what you want to hear and your thoughts on some of the things we've talked about so far. But to start this off, we just want to check in with you. How are you doing during this coronavirus epidemic, pandemic, and, you know, just messed up demic? How are y'all doing out there? Me and Big D, we're coping. We have our family here. We're all in-house. We have our masks. We have our gloves. We have our hand sanitizer. And we have, especially, we have our soap and water. Yeah. So what are y'all doing to stay healthy out there? What are you eating? What are you taking? I can say one thing for me. I've been taking a lot of multivitamins. I've been taking black seed oil. Yeah, I won't, I really want to get into it. I mean, I, I've been wanting to take the black seed oil. Every day I forget. Every day, every day, I'm going to have to actually get to where I'm taking it with Shane. I think that's what I'm going to have to do. So when she take it, I think I'm going to have to take it. And I take it the same time every day. It's at night. Is we don't have to change that. Nope, I can't. We don't I have can't, to change that. We don't have to get it to where we take it in the morning. I can't do that. Yeah, Mess up my stomach. No, no. I think that's what we're going to have to do. Because see, mm-hmm. the thing is, see, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why you laughing? It's not funny. Yeah. That is not funny. I, I mean, Ma- marriage is all about compromise, but I, this is taking it too far. This is not the pills, I, the, all the vitamins. No. Okay, not only do I take black seed oil, I take vitamin C, I take magnesium. I, I need take, to take all that. I need to take all that, yeah. just like you taking it. And you I, need to make sure that I'm taking it. That's a good wife to host. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, I if you want to keep me alive, you want to keep me alive? Uh, right now, I'm considering <laughs> what are my options because <laughs> you're acting up. Yeah. Why you got to be like? <laughs> I mean, but, but really, though, this pandemic has really just messed up a lot. Schools are out, jobs are redoing things. Later on, I want to talk about. What's been happening with corporations as they're readjusting to the way they do business, the way they meet, the way they handle certain situations with their employees, how they're managing. So what's your what are your thoughts on this pandemic? Big D. Oh, man, this is just the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I've never been through anything like this. I don't think you've been anything through anything like this. I mean, this is crazy. I don't think nobody's been through anything like this. Even my parents, you know, this is just one of the craziest things. All the adjustments and stuff you have to make in your life. Um, it's crazy to, um, I have to, I, I'm one of those essential workers. 
So I'm one that have to occasionally go out and and do do my thing. But you know, this is just one thing that you, you put your life on the line for. What it's it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, and to think that. All of these people that we are considering right now as essential workers, at one point, we're not seen that way. So some of the people like these nurses and these police officers and as these um, customer service reps, as these Dang, people. I feel yeah. And I read that all of these folks that I think at one point the uh, politicians were saying they should make $17 an hour. Now we're dependent on them. So we are depending on them. I have a friend who whose hospital has shut down and now the, the patients are just left to figure out what they're going to do. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it really doesn't. And your president, <laughs> your does, president that doesn't want to um, take take care uh, well take responsibility for what he calls. And, and, and the reason I'm saying he calls is because see, the thing is, all he had to do was at first. Is shut down the borders. Don't let anybody in. Don't let it get spread. It don't. I mean, just take care of the people. That's the president's job. Is to if he know that something is about to happen, he needs to be able to take care of three hundred and twenty five million people in the United States, and he's not really doing that at all. Because see, the thing is, everybody's sick. It's a lot of people dying. We have the most cases, and it does not make any sense whatsoever. So when it comes to voting time, I expect for those people who choose not to vote, need to vote. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. You already know. (laughs) It's just as simple as that. If you want to live, because see, the thing is, if he let something like this come in, guess what? He'll let us get bombed tomorrow. He'll let something happen. He'll go to sleep. He'll sleep while the enemy is awake. That's the thing. And he doesn't care. So there it is, people. Y'all get out. November come. Whenever they try to, because they're trying to stop. They're trying to stop the voting. We need to stomp and raise hell. I mean, here we go. What you think, Sam? I agree. I think that there was a lot that could have been put in place to prevent this pandemic and stopped it in its tracks. I did read that when people go into the hospital with these symptoms for coronavirus and they test positive, even if they don't die from the virus and they die from other complications, they put it on their death certificate that it's coronavirus, even if it's not coronavirus. They're, I don't think everybody's testing, but people are going in there and they're dying and they're putting coronavirus as the cause. And that's crazy. And that's really making our numbers go up. So because that's what I was just thinking about the other day. I'm like, how in the world are we? I mean, what is what are we trying to do? Are we trying to. Outdo other countries by having the most numbers. I hope death. not. Because I mean, I just don't understand why in the world you putting everybody down as uh, coronavirus when they probably could have just had a heart attack yep. or they could have just um, died from some other yep. uh, other type of stuff. But I mean, this is just crazy just to sit around and say if this many people are dying from coronavirus, you need to be rushing. I'm talking 45. Mm-hmm. 
You need to be rushing to make sure that this stops today and it stops now. You need to be traveling to the CDC or whoever, the Army base. You need to do as much as possible. Not just going there, but doing something when you get there. Because he, the CDC is right here in Georgia. And he came down and I think he shook some hands, maybe stepped back from some people a few. But I don't believe anything happened from that visit. To stop. Thing is, we have to understand who we who we are dealing with. So we have this actor, businessman who doesn't know anything about science. He doesn't know anything about. He claim he does. He showed claim he he, he know everything. Uh, he, he, right. said, uh, he, he, he said the other day, it's nothing he don't know. Wow. He, he said he the smartest, smartest person. He's smart. He said it all the time. Wow. Everybody else is stupid, but he, he's the smartest one. He don't need nobody. He said all he need to think about, he said he's going to think about reopening the stuff. And he don't need, he, he can listen to you. He can listen to Bob. He can listen to Joe. He can listen to Mary. But he's going to just sit back and just think about his own thing. And he's not going to talk. I mean, he's not going to um, listen to everybody else. He's blocking all that out and using his own thoughts on whether he should open up stuff. The, what he's wanting, what he's thinking about, man, I so miss golf. I done closed down. I'm, I, I need to go ahead and shoot golf. Now, when a, President Obama went to shot golf or took a little time off, then he, he was out there like, oh, why is he doing this? Why is he doing Everybody this? Everybody picked on President Obama. President Obama but couldn't look to the left without thinking, without them thinking he should have been looking to the right. Yeah. He couldn't do anything right in their eyes. And as soon as 45 took office, he started trying to overturn some of the best policies and 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 things that uh, President Obama had put into effect, including the pandemic team. Now, now he's trying to bring all that back because he needed now. He need all that. So he's trying to bring all that back. And he's trying to, you know, instead of trying to abolish Obamacare, he's trying to bring all that back. He's trying to give it to the people now. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's it's the craziest thing. So now he want to flip flip everything. But see, I, if, if I'm President Obama, I'm sitting back like, <laughs> I told you, you can't do this. <laughs> you you'd have messed up. <laughs> I blame the people who voted for him. Yeah. I blame everybody who voted for him and the people who didn't vote at all. I blame those folks because now we are reaping the, and I have my quote unquote fingers up, the benefits of having a, a person who doesn't care about anyone but himself leading a nation of people who need someone who cares about them. And we don't have that. And we're not going to get that with this president. Listen, me and Shane, every time we have to vote, what do we do, Shane? We research the candidates. And then we would. And we vote. And but who we bring with us? Bring our kids. We bring our kids. We bring in the next generation. We need to make that flow. We don't make it stop. We, the kids need to see how important it is to vote. It's so many people that died trying to get us that right to vote. Yeah. And I take it personal, you know, because I I want to vote every time it is a vote. And we do. Because it's a voice. It's a voice that you have to have. It's something you can't just stress enough about because it's people out there that want to take women rights back. Yeah. I mean, not just black women, white women too. 
It's them white men out there that just, you know, just want to take over everything. I don't know what their thinking is. They just want to run things. But you can't run everything by yourself. That's why you have so many people. So we if, need each if, other. If you took if you took out all all races out of the United States, uh, except for white men, and you took out um, white women, black men, black women, Asians, Asian women, and the only you, one left are white men. White men. Then what? What? What are you gonna do? We need to come together. We need to quit acting like this and end all this this mess. It's foolishness. All this foolishness. The Lord did not intend for this. And then, you know, you have these people that sit up there and want to say that uh, I'm with the Lord and all that stuff. And they not because if not, you'll be for the people. That's right. You, 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 you'll be doing what's right. And you'll have some type of humanity about yourself. See, these people that we have elected into office does not care about the human race at all. You know, it, it kind of bothers me because I'm raising my kids in this society to want to be better. You, you used to want to strive. Everybody had a dream to want to be the highest office in the world. And you want to be president and you want to do what's right for the people. Everybody either had, well, most people, I'm going to say most people, most people had to where they want to help somebody. So either you want to be a, a, a nurse, a doctor, a police officer, a, you know, president, vice president, mm-hmm. the Congress, the mayor, governor, all those positions are there to want to help people in America. And those are the kids that you want. You don't want to see this joke sitting in an office and he looking down on people and trying to take away all our rights with what they were trying to say President Obama was doing. And he wasn't even doing that. He was giving, trying to give more rights to people and trying to do more. I wish right then he could have extended his um his, his turn. <laughs> and shoot. And see now, this what's going on right now, um, they don't want to have an election. They're they trying to stop. How do we make sure that doesn't happen? I I really don't know. The, the, the thing is, well, I tell you what, because I mean you're supposed to be able to reach your Congress, your congressman, but I'm here in Georgia, and, you know, most of them are Republican. So they really not going to hear what I got to say. I'm not really voting for them anyway. I'm hoping that, you know, y'all won't either. But I mean, we got a couple of Democrats here that we can vote for that's, you know, representative of Georgia. But, you know, um, we just need to make footprints. We need to be able to um, take over again. We we need to watch who we got in control so we can move forward. And you know, if we don't if we don't move forward, we're gonna move back backwards, and we'll we'll never um, progress. We, we'll never progress. That that would be a tragedy for real. We need to from if I hope from us sitting in our houses and. Looking at the news, stopping to reset, we come out of this renewed and informed. And we have taken a good look at our political, 
houses, our people that are out there, and we pay attention to what they're doing as well as what they're not doing because that's important. I hope people are doing that though. Have we have we lost trust in our way we do things now? So so let's let I can talk to you from two points of view, from a black person's point of view and from a woman's point of view. I've never trusted the government and the way they do things. I always have to second guess it. Now, I'm just saying it doesn't matter who is in office. For me, I see what policies they're trying to put in place. I see what programs they're putting in place. And I'm always thinking about what are they taking away to do this? How is it going to affect me? What does it look like for my my kids, my family? And those type of things always weigh heavy on my mind. And so I'm always skeptical. I've, I've had to fight from two different spectrums, from being a black person and being a woman in general. And then I'm going to add that third one, being a black woman. It's just, it's hard. It's so many things because even with just how I wear my hair, I have to wonder about how people are going to accept me. How am I included when they talk about women? Am I part of that group because of everything that black women have gone through? I, I, so no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that we've lost trust for me. I've never had it. Well, yeah, I've always tried to have a little bit of trust. You know, um, I'm a trustworthy person. And, you know, I try to trust everybody, at, at least to a point. I give you a chance. I, You know, but once you mess that up, man, it's over. It's over. That also may be a Scorpio thing, so. It, it may be. <laughs> it, it, it definitely may be. But I just, you know, I mean, once that trust is gone, Hey man, I'm I'm done with you. And, and, you know, I tried to give Trump a chance. Everybody was like saying, give him a chance. I mean, I ain't had no choice at first. You know what I mean? Shoot, they didn't. Elected him. Yeah, you know, swear to me in and everything. So I got to give him a chance. But ever since, since he's been in there, he's just, you know, just. Messing up. <laughs> Lord, man, I, I just, I just don't. I mean, we're not progressing as people. We. We're going back. We're going back. Not, not just not just the president. We have people in Congress that's not doing what they're supposed to do and in and, and in the House. So y'all know those people that I'm talking about or referring to. And those people have got to go. They wanna stay. They want to continue to um, be, I mean, be in the public eye. I, I don't know. I mean, they still gonna get their money and they still gonna I, um, they've been in there so long that that we still gonna pay them to you know to to live and all that. They but they messing up right now everything that we stand for or supposed to stand for. Now you know um, if black people have came a long way in the United States, and we still have a lot, a, a, a long way to go, and uh, we can't afford a setback. And I believe that's what they're trying to do with um, with electing Trump after President Obama, trying to strike down everything that he built. The progress we've made. And the progress we've made, not just as people, I mean, not just as a race of a black person, but as a race of people. And, you know, but you can't just look at a, a person's skin color and say he's doing things just for that skin color. But the thing is, is that that's just the way it's been going. But he, uh, he's the first black one ever elected. 
in the history of the United States. Regardless of what they, what other people are saying. Because there have been some stories about other black presidents. This is the only one. Yeah. So we we got to find a way to, to come together. We got to get away. Now everybody's in danger. Yep. Everybody is in danger of losing their life. Everybody's scared of losing their life. And now some people are taking this pandemic serious. You know, at first, I, I'm going to say I didn't. I'm going to be honest with you. He sure didn't. I, I, I wasn't taking it as serious. Going to Home Depot and Walmart. <laughs> Those are essentials. Oh, okay. You, you know, you got to have that. I'm always working around the house, yeah. doing some repair, and I just finished um, working on a fence. I mean, I mean, I'm always doing something. I'm always in those stores. True. But man, it it's crazy though. You you uh, you keep hearing these folks dying, and you're scared to go out. You're scared to go to these. Is places. that what brought you around? Just kept hearing the stories. No, um, well, it's the people dying, and you know, um, you know, I don't want to protect my family. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to bring nothing home to my family right. that's gonna get them sick, or you know, or 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 them dying. I, I just really don't want to do that, deal with that, and I don't want to have that um, that. Um, that that problem, I, I really don't want to have that thought. I, I think that's the word I'm looking for. I, yeah. You know, because I've already been through that. You know, I kind of my grandma passed um, a while ago, but you know, I still live with that because I didn't. Um, she was like, "Come see me, baby. Come see me, baby." And needs everybody, and we need to all come together. We we need to do it while we're here. We need to let this man go and and move on with our life. What do you think, Shane? I think the people need to get out and vote, just like you said. Everything you've said, I agree with, um, especially about the ones who didn't vote. This is your opportunity to get your voice heard. This is a chance for you to turn this around. If you don't, if you don't stand for anything, then you'll fall for everything. everything. Yes, Lord. That's right. Yes, and 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 not only that. But people who are, who are saying I, I'm not gonna have I'm not I don't have anyone to vote for because Bernie Sanders dropped out. Right. I heard somebody say, "Who are we gonna vote for now?" You vote for the best candidate. That you just don't not vote. But let's let's take that off the table. Get out and vote if we ever get that opportunity. Because I know here in Georgia, the preliminary voting is in June. I think it's moved to June. It's been pushed back a couple times, yeah. understandably because of the coronavirus. But the other day we received our, what did we receive in the, in the yeah, absentee ballots. Our absentee ballots in the mail. Yeah. And which we're going to fill out. We're going to fill it out. We're going to send it in. We're going to just make sure our voices are heard. With this pandemic, we can't let this happen again. We can't go to sleep no more. We got to wake up people. We got to wake up and make sure things like this don't happen again. I mean, right now it's hard for people already. It's right now because of this pandemic, unemployment is what is growing. Yep. And now let's see Trump claim the economy now. Watch he bag out. He's yeah. gonna bag out from the economy now. Who, who is he gonna blame? Uh, oh, uh, oh, Obama. That's a good, that's a good, <laughs> 
Yeah. He, he's still trying he's to still blaming President he, Obama. He's he still yeah. every, everything <laughs> everything happened. He's he, um blaming he's four years in. He's four years in. At what point do you stop? And it, this is you know what, that brings me to another point. And I'm not trying to change the subject, but at what point do you stop blaming your parents? <laughs> For the way you you are as an adult. Every time he blames President Obama, I think... I think my parents got everything to do with that. (laughs) I'm telling. I'm telling. (laughs) You know they may listen to this podcast. But, um, yeah. But every time I hear him blame President Obama or the Democrats for things, I'm thinking, at what point do you take responsibility for your actions, for your choices, for the way things are. You are the head of state. There have been tweets that 45 have put out there that uh, while President Obama was in office where he said, this is your responsibility. You're president. You're supposed to make this happen. You're supposed to make this work. This is your fault. Fix it. I would never let anything like that happen. And everything that he, 45 has done since he has been in office has been a tragedy. A tragedy. This is just crazy. So, you know, this has gone from, you know, our lives, entertainment, everything. This just has messed up everything. And the economy every day is, I mean, I already saw that the, the stock market last year was dropping. You know, every time you'll see it drop two, three I mean, two or three points. I mean, you saw it dropping, you know, every now and then. And you just saw this wave coming. And you knew something was going on. And just to sit there and some of the people in Congress knew that this stuff was about to go down. And they said that and didn't say anything. They went forward with the trial and all that stuff. Which, I, you know, I really didn't agree with the impeachment thing because I knew it wasn't going to get nowhere. Because you have to have the House vote and then you have to have the Senate vote. And then, you know, the Senate it wasn't going to impeach the guy. So I don't know what the point of that was. So right now, you know, everybody's just anxious. I think the point I think it was, was that to raise awareness to what he's doing. To wake people up to what he's doing. And to let y'all know that we have to move on from. When when voting time comes, you put your ballot in. I mean, you're going to have to vote for Senate, Congress, all that stuff this time. And y'all going to have to put the right people in to run this country. We need to stand together. Every time we vote, we need to make sure that things are done right. There's too many things going on. And since this administration, organizations have been getting away with Different little things. People have been, certain people have been getting away with treating other people. And we need to stop right here in the tracks and think about doing things right for um, everybody in America, right for our kids. We just need to make sure that the next generation is taken care of. You can't just make sure that one set of group is taken care of and then the other one's not. We got to take care of everybody as a whole. This doesn't make sense right now. And I don't see, me personally, don't see the whole togetherness in this pandemic as we should. We should be trying to help one another throughout this this whole pandemic. You know, I've been checking on my parents more often than I did because 
it's a concern. My dad is 64. He's about to be 65 in a, in a couple of weeks. And, you know, I want him to at least live till he 100. Everybody want him. I want my parents to live that long. My mom has an autoimmune disease. She can, uh, she's fearful about going outside. My parents want to live. We have to do something about this. We have to raise awareness on this right now. You know what? The other day, P. Diddy put on this, I think it was like a Zoom webcast of all of these celebrities talking about why we need to take it seriously. He's not the only one. Uh, My friend told me about Susan Taylor, who used to be the editor of Essence magazine. She put on one where she even bought a young Van Zant in, and they were talking about how black people are not taking this pandemic seriously. They're not. Rick Smiley said it the other day. He, he said on. He said he went to Walmart and he saw all these black people um, with their kids going into Walmart, and they had on no mask. He's sitting in his car saying this. He's seeing like a group of people. Well, you know, it's always a party in Walmart. Yeah, it's always. <laughs> and ever since they first opened, man, black people was just treating that like club, club, club Walmart. <laughs> yeah, so you know, they, I can just imagine how many people he saw going into a Walmart, and he said they going in in there without a mask on. That's crazy. And I'm just sitting up there. I'm like, oh my goodness. So he said. He said, the heck with that. And he went to Lowe's. So I don't know what he was going to right. Walmart for. But, you know, he went to Lowe's. And he said, in Lowe's, everybody, well, most of the people, he didn't say everybody. Mm-hmm. He said most of the people in there had on masks. And there wasn't that many people in there. And he he felt comfortable. So he went on here and got what he needed out of Lowe's. And, you know, and came back home. And, but he did give some information about the stuff he needed to be taking, like what we was talking earlier, trying to get your immune system up. I was, you know, I take it every now and then. I do need to do it more to build my immune system. After we finish this podcast, I think that's what I'm going to do. First thing I'm going to do is check with my wife and see what I need to take. And I know she's going to give it to me. Yep. And, and, and make sure it happens. So everybody, right now, you need to make sure yeah. you take care of yourself. Take care of yourself and your family. Wear your personal protective equipment. Um, if you don't head have- Head to toe. Head to toe. And then that's the thing. We even go out with uh, jackets on. They say the virus doesn't attach to your skin, but we want to be sure. We want to be sure yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, because you can't really- Because they don't know what's going going on with the virus. Yeah. So you you really don't want to take no guess no second guesses. Hey, a doctor talking about you wash your hand before you get in your car, and then when you get back home, you you wash your hand again. No, you can't do that. No, you can't. You you wash your hand. You clean still when you clean. Yeah, everything yeah. you touch in your yeah. car, everything you touch. That you came out of that store with, right. you you come you wash everything down. I, man, I take my clothes off. Yeah. And put it in the washing machine. <laughs> I mean, that's just how fearful I done got. Because I don't think my wife like what I do. But, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm fearful of bringing this stuff home to uh, my family. Anytime. Whether it's work, whether I'm going outside, whether I'm whatever. I'm fearful of passing this junk on to my family. Yeah. So, I take off everything and put it directly in the washing machine. No, you don't. 
You take. Uh, well, I, I put it in the wife's room, but I got right, ten. Okay, right. You got ten. No, you me. said I don't think my wife likes it. And I was never thinking. I like that you come home and take off your clothes oh, and put them. Attempt to put them in the washing machine, but they yeah. always seem to land right in front of the washing machine versus in the well, washing machine. I mean, sometimes you know you ain't finished washing the stuff. No. You know? So you know it'd be some stuff. That we might need to move on to another topic. Yeah, we think, I think. I think. <laughs> But you know, um But really, and I mean and but that's our thing. You know, first thing, get out there and vote. Second thing, take care of yourself, take care of your kids, wear your personal protective equipment. If you've heard the term PPE out there, they are referring to personal protective equipment, gloves, masks. If you have some hand sanitizer, keep that with you. Big D was talking about when you're coming from the store. What we do is we wipe our hands off when we before we even touch our door handle. So if we're coming out of a store, we take a wet wipe and we wipe off our hands and we clean them before we touch our door handle. So then we don't transfer those germs, any type of viral germs that have attached themselves to our hand. It doesn't even get on our steering wheel, the inside of our car. We try to hit it off before it even gets into our lives. And so that's something that we do. So when we heard that doctors are saying, or maybe not doctors, but maybe experts are saying, you don't have to wash off your groceries when you get, when you pick them up and bring them home, uh, lie. Because I was telling Big D that I go to the store and I check bread. I'm like squeezing it, trying to see which yeah, one. Yeah, oh my <laughs> Which Jesus one God. should I pick up? I don't pick up the first milk. I don't pick up the first can get Whatever it is that I'm doing, I move the first one out the way and I go to the back and I and get guess one. guess what, people? Guess what? <laughs> it's people Elder that put people. that stuff on the shelf. Yeah. That, now think about that. Now they, it just doesn't magically appear on the shelf. But see, I you know, with fruit and all that stuff. Yep. People I pick always, over. you know. Well, my mom, she's always stressed that we need to soap and water, and, you know, disinfect them anyway because of the vinegar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the way the pesticides, formal, the pesticides yeah. and stuff that the farmers use. Yeah. Uh, so we watched all that, but now we just took it a step further that we watched everything that we put in the cabinet, mm-hmm. in the refrigerator, ketchup, mustard, all that stuff needs to be watched just to take care of yourself. Ricky Smiley was onto something, and I thank him for bringing that to people's attention. Black people, we need to step it up. They they saying, you know, it's a 22-year-old boy that just, just died. They say from this, the same thing. Like I say, you know, we're not sure because they're not really doing autopsies. Yeah, they're burning what, the bodies. Yeah. So they cremating, you know, having these quick funerals. Right. So nobody really know what's really going on. But on the death certificates, they're saying COVID. And if that's what they dying from, then they really need to be looking at this stuff. Right. Now, how serious are we taking this? I, you know, I stress again that we need to hold the government accountable Amen. for what is going on. This is sad, people. This is some sad stuff. But we're going to try to uplift stuff and um, we're going to move on from this topic. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I think this was very useful. This is what people need to hear right now today. We're all living in this different lifestyle where we are confined to our homes, leaving our house 
only when necessary. Because I, I sent the text to my family and to a few friends and I, I said, you know, hopefully you are staying in as much as possible. And I even text that to a friend as I was leaving the store yesterday. And my phone, what's so funny is my phone will automatically send a text back to say I'm driving. So, so when she replied back, my phone was like, I'm driving. So it told all my business, but, but, <laughs> but I, I made sure that I, I know that people, as much as we want to stay inside and as much as we want to quarantine ourselves, it's impossible to do that for a lot of us. So someone showed a picture of, uh, I think it was a, a famous person, somebody, it might've even been Tyrese. Tyrese is on Instagram all the time and he has all the answers. Get y'all. What's that? You know what? It's old people don't know. So everyone should know Big D is older than I am by at least 10 months. Oh, my <laughs> but I always yeah, act always. like it's it's like 30 years because he's so old. But yes, Tyrese is always on Instagram. And right now he's posting some ways that you can fight off uh, coronavirus. And one of those ways is through steaming it out. I saw a Jamaican person on Facebook doing that. They took some water, they boiled it with lemon or grapefruit or some type of citrus fruit. And they put that boiling pot on the floor and had someone sit near and cover themselves with a towel or a blanket and just, it's like a sauna. It's like but, a, but does it, I mean, is it, it, is it anything out there saying that it works though? They said that coronavirus or a lot of viruses can't live in in high heat. And what happens is... Yeah, because that's what um, my mom or my dad, one of them, was just saying, you know, make sure you drink a lot of... Warm. Warm water. Teas, yeah. Teas and all that stuff. I drink that. You drink it. Yeah. I drink it too. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, but... Uh, that's just one of the things. That's one of the remedies people are saying. And so, you know, you can try that. You have some oranges, limes, lemons at home, and you have a pot with some water, put it over the stove and boil it, turn it off. Let the steam come up as you cover yourself with a towel, just your head over that and, and let your body take in that steam. They say that coronavirus lives in your throat and we are not doctors. This is just some information that I, I thought was useful. It won't hurt if you try it, unless you touch the water, don't touch the water. It will be hot. But if they're saying something like this helps and you can't go out and run and buy vitamins or medicine, or you, you know, one of those people who are high statistics and can catch this, then stay inside and try a remedy like this. Even if you don't have citrus fruit, fruit put your little salt in the water and it, the steam will come up and breathe that in. Because like I was saying, they said that the virus will live in your throat for about three or four days. And it starts off with a, a, like a scratchy throat and uncomfortableness in your throat first. So if you can catch it there before it enters into your lungs, it's a high possibility that you can head this off before it gets bad. So that's just one remedy that I saw online. Three people have been posting that. It's nothing that will hurt you. So if it doesn't work, at least you try something. If it does work, at least you try something. Oh my goodness. Y'all hear Dr. Dr. Shan over there? Y'all hear? She giving her all that good information. I hope y'all take heed. 
Because, you know, I didn't know she had a PhD, but go ahead. You know, your PhD, MD. It's MD, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, you know, she giving out all that good information. Yeah. All right. So, um, thank you, politician Big D. Oh, yeah. That's you welcome. You welcome. That's so y'all on this on this uh podcast with a politician <laughs> and a medical doctor. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm not a medical doctor. But anyway, let's let's move on to some some more stories. What's in the news? And I know we just talked about politics and we talked about this uh COVID. So let's get into some crazy news. There's this thing called Zoom bombing that is where people are young folks, maybe some young folks, maybe some old, but I've heard about some young people who are chiming in on these Zoom meetings. I guess they are tapping into these meetings some kind of way and jumping on there. They're writing bad words, uh, bad words as in um, curse words or, or drawing genitalia during the meeting and it's it's been crazy that's just another way that is making it hard for people to do business but one i think uh big d was showing me one where this guy who was ending a meeting <laughs> what happened big d man all right so they were ending the meeting it, this was on facebook and they were ending the meeting it was four people in the group and uh guy got up stretched put his hand right down his butt no, he he got up. He had on a professional he, shirt, but what did he have? He had on his underwear, and it was a, a lady on and two other men, and then it was him, and uh, he was he had his back turned to the camera, and he put his hand right now the backside of his underwear. Then he walked, did some other stuff, and then they sitting over there laughing, and, and they were like, "You need to call them and let them know." And she was like, "I'm on it. I'm trying to do it." And then called him. He just zoomed right to the back room. <laughs> I don't know what happened after that, but they had a good laugh. It was funny. It was funny. So um, you you all have to be, if you're working from home, you have to be careful, you know, with your camera. Close it down, the laptop. I mean, make sure it's pointed down or whatever so it won't be able to see what's going on in the house. If you're not sure that it's not on, unplug it. You know, the best thing to do is just unplug it if you have to. Mm -hmm. You know, but turn off whatever. Make sure it's turned off, closed down, because anybody can probably tap into these um, these cameras these days anyway. I don't trust none of them. Yeah, Jay know that. Yeah, it's crazy because I'm on a Zoom meeting just about three or four times a day, every day. And I have to, my family will come in to, to my office and, and try to walk towards me. It's like, we have to catch eye contact so they can see, is it, is it, is it okay for me to come over there? My youngest son, you know, he wakes up and he gives me hugs every morning and he'll be heading towards me. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do it. Cause he, he'll just have on his underwear. If he did like that dude, I was just talking about. <laughs> yeah. So just take care of yourself and be mindful, and be mindful yeah. of how you are dressed and, mm-hmm. and, and your camera and everything. Mm-hmm. If it's on or if it's off. And wear some pants, people. Even if it's pajama pants, wear some pants. Yeah, because she she dress up head to toe. I do. I sure do. I dress up like I'm going to work. And I put on my earrings. I do my hair. And my kids still ask every morning, where where are you going? I'm going to work. (laughs) That's what I tell them. I'm going to work and I head right into my office. Do what she needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, in other news... 
There's this bakery in Finland, in Helsinki, Finland. And, you know, all of these restaurants are suffering a little mm. bit. Mm. And so <laughs> all of these places are, are trying to find new ways to be productive and to to market their product. This particular bakery in Finland started making tissue, toilet tissue cakes. Oh. So these cakes look like a roll of toilet tissue. And that, you know, you may think of that as not a good idea, but it was an excellent idea. Their first hour of putting it out there, they sold five. They have been in business since this whole pandemic, staying busy as much so that they've been able to hire two additional workers. That's how good this idea was. You know what? And I get it. <laughs> now, okay, the tissue, it's just like a roll of toilet tissue. I see you look big D, but it, it looks like a roll of toilet tissue. I'm going to show it to you later. But who wants to eat a roll of toilet tissue? I would. It's cake. I Just the thought of it. Just the thought of eating a roll of toilet tissue. That doesn't make sense to me. It makes sense when the oh inside is chocolate or yeah. see, red yeah. velvet. See, see, I'm this hungry. Some, this I'm some Trump hungry stuff. now. This some Trump stuff. <laughs> Everything is not political, sir. No, there's this some Trump stuff. No. There's some Trump stuff. He, he got us thinking about toilet tissue. Oh. And sand sanitizer. I, I, I bet you that's going to be You said sand sanitizer. Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> you are upset about this cake. Man, I'm, I'm truly <laughs> upset about somebody changing. I love cake. Yeah. And just to make it out of. They didn't make it out of it. I mean, the thought of making it look like look like toilet tissue, you know. I don't. You make one look like a hand sanitizer bottle. Yes, I'm gonna find it. Somebody out there has done. If you can make a, if you can make a cake look like a woman having a baby, I wouldn't eat it. (laughs) I wouldn't. Now that one, I wouldn't because they make it look so real. I can't. I can't do it. That I think that's taking it a step too far. But anyway, if you've seen, if anybody out there have seen some crazy cakes, let us know about it. Cause oh yeah, what the guy named the um the cake the the cake man that be on TV? I don't know. Now he's made some crazy stuff. Come up with an idea and they make it no matter what it is. Yeah, I think he the last one. I think they were making like a um. Uh, well, it was a contest between him and another guy. And the other guy always win every year. And I think uh, he made his this time out of the Statue of Liberty and the New York type stuff. And then he ended up, the other guy ended up making his out of the cathedral. Oh, my goodness. It looked great. Both of them look good, but the cathedral? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. That dude went all out, man. The doors open. Oh, wow. <laughs> the lights come on. I was just like, oh, my goodness. This is, it, it was crazy. Although I like the cake doctor, whatever his name is. Cake Boss? Cake Boss, yeah. I think that's the dude's name. Isn't, isn't that what his name is? I don't know. It well, just I, sounds like that. Would yeah, be- I, have to, I have to look it up, but... Man, although I like watching that guy, and he's always the one I, I've never seen this other guy, but that right there, that blew me out of the water. Just having the cathedral and then the doors open 
And you're gonna look that up. Need <laughs> <laughs> to see that. <laughs> the lights are on in the place. He got this long hallway going straight now. Oh my goodness, it was crazy. And I love cake. I don't know if I I'd be able to eat either one of them. Now the cake doctor he had his to where the Statue of Liberty did something. I forgot. I mean, it, the cathedral just took uh-huh. to it. It just took the cake. (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) It just took the cake, you know, so. Yeah. Well, speaking of cake, I made a strawberry cake. It's ready. Oh, man, I know it's awesome. (laughs) You make cake, it's going to be good. All right. So, speaking of people doing great things, did you see the Clark Sisters biopic last night? Did you watch the whole thing? When I came in to watch it with you, you know, I always come in there when I'm eating and stuff. Yeah. And we chill. But I came in at the middle of it, I guess. Yeah. You know, toward the middle. And we watched it. I think we finished it together, didn't we? I watched. I watched so, yes. But I went back and watched the beginning of it. It came back on again after some movie. So I saw the whole thing. So I And you were worried that you weren't going to be able to see. You were going to miss something. Yeah, because usually I'm I'm asleep at that time. But I took a yeah, nap. too. We old people. But the, the good thing about speak for yourself, but look, <laughs> the biopic aired uh, April the 11th, and I found out it was executive produced by Queen Latifah, oh, Mary J. Wait, Mary J. Blige, yeah, and, Missy, and Missy Elliott. I can see that. I can see that. I, I didn't. I mean, cool. I think that's awesome that yeah, they cool. did that. They wrote that story, and yeah. I had questions, especially about Niecy Clark. Yeah. And I wish I knew more about her. So I even looked her up afterwards. It's not a lot out there. I know she's Dr. Niecy Clark, um, Denise Clark something now. She's married and um, she came up there with her seven sons. Sounds like she did good with her life. She just didn't want to go on that path of singing. She wanted to do something different. Man, but it seemed like she, you know, she had a pretty good voice, you know. They all did. Yeah, My all of gosh. Them, you know, could have had a career, but you know, some things you know run its course, and you, you know, you want to move on to take a different path, and I think that's what she wanted to do. It ran a course. She had fun with it. Did she? It didn't seem like it. I think well, it was at more. At the beginning, it looked like she did. Okay, you yeah, know, she, yeah. She, she enjoyed it, you know, doing it. And then, um, it, it, like I said, it looked like it ran our course. And then, you know, she started having kids and her kids took priority. And then. Yeah. And I do hope that that made her a better mom, too, because sometimes we may have dreams for ourselves that we may try to put on our kids so that we can live through them. But it's important for parents to understand that kids are are different. They're not us. Let them be themselves. Let them grow. What, what you see as their strengths, build that. What you see as their weaknesses, then, you know, help them strengthen those. That's the thing. You just got to be there for your kids and not push them towards something you want them to have because it's going to backfire. It will every time. So what you saying? Plant the seed? <laughs> I'm saying don't don't be pushing that on our kids. Our big D is big in sports and he used to have our boys out there playing everything and they are good at it. And, and but what's important is that he allows them to pick and choose what they want to do and he's always happy with whatever they choose. So that's a good thing. But I know at one point 
our, our parents, now his parents, were concerned that he was pushing sports on them too much. It wasn't the case. You know, it just seemed like it because we were always at practices. I have, I have fun with my kids. Yeah. So it was something that we were doing to have fun. You know, to to me, too, it was like a, a, a kind of stress reliever. And sometimes, sometimes it can be overwhelming. True. I would never. I, that coaching part is stressful. Big D used to come in complaining about one parent would say this. You parents are cutting up about the kids out yeah. there playing. And I'm going to tell you, I was one of those. get them signed tomorrow. <laughs> at five. They're five and six and seven, eight years old. And the parents are like, you're not giving my boy the ball. He wants to be quarterback every boy wants to be quarterback when they're five and six years old for some reason. But everyone is not, that's not their skill. That's one of the things you got to let these kids show their skills. And the point of football is to let you, well, the point of any sport Mm -hmm. is to show that you, you working as a team to accomplish a goal. And if you, if your kid don't, doesn't get that, then they won't be good at the job that they're going to. And that's the point of starting it while they, you know, young and, and, and starting in sports. That's the point of sports is to have that bridge or to help the enforce what the parents is trying to teach. It's an on the job thing. They come, they clock in and they do their responsibility to accomplish a goal. And the goal is to win. At the end of the day, so that's the uh, that's the that's the big thing of playing a sport, and um, that's the joy that I got out of playing and coaching a sport is to be able to win, carry that into my life to win, and and keep going. Right, you one of them old school coaches. You ain't trying to give a award out to every player for participating. You trying to only give it to the the winners, the ones who do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, are no, you? I, okay. I really, I really think that every every player on the team needs an award. But you do have MVPs. You do have that person that stands out. Yeah. And you you do want to award those, but you just don't want to have them other kids say, "Well, I was good too." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were. And you do need to be represented. I don't want to knock a kid down when you're trying to build them up. That's the point of sports. So you're trying to build them up so they can poke their chest out. So you give them an award and they're going to stick their chest out. And be like, look, mama, look, daddy, (laughs) I got this award. I won this. Builds their confidence. It builds their confidence. So they're going to go into society with that same thing. Yeah, knowing that they can achieve something. I get it. Yeah. So, speaking of sports, what about Todd Gurley? Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm, I'm not a big Georgia fan. No, we know from your intro. I'm not a big Falcon fan. Lord have mercy. But roll Tide all day. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Yeah, speaking of Roll Tide, we got Henry Rugg in the draft, man. So, you know, we're going strong. But Todd Gurley, formal. Georgia Bulldog and now Atlanta Falcon. He has come a long way. I'm glad that he's doing as well as he he is because when he was in college at Georgia, he suffered a horrific leg injury. What happened? He was running the ball and all of a sudden he went to the sideline and they really didn't show a lot, but apparently he dislocated or did something to his knee. Oh. And he was out for football for a whole year. He was able to come back, 
you know, still be able to get picked up and be in the league for five years. So to this point, he has done well. And I still think he's one of the best runner backs out there. And he still needs to get paid. So he's coming to Atlanta Falcons, which I'm not a big Atlanta Falcons fan, but I'm going to pull for that cat because I do want him to prove people wrong, his naysayers, about that he he's still not on top of his game. And I, I really think he's one of the best running backs out there. Now, you know, Atlanta Falcons have let some people go. They let, what's that cornerback name? I can't think of what his name is. Came in and got Deion Sanders' 21 number. And now that he's gone, uh, Deion Sanders is letting Todd Gurley wear 21. So I think I think it's pretty cool. I'm a big Deion Sanders fan. So, you know, I really think that's cool. Man, speaking of Deion Sanders, man, he did that commercial, man. He looking like an old grandfather. With <laughs> I mean, he got that young voice, but dog, he looking like grandfather. He grandfather time, mm. dog. Man. He got that great beard and all that stuff, man. I'm like, God, dog, Deion. <laughs> you know, but, you know, other things in sport news with this coronavirus, you know, NBA players are trying to work their way through this. Uh, yesterday, I was watching ESPN. I just happened to flip on, and they were playing a 2K tournament. I saw that. Yeah, it was Patrick Beverly and uh, DeAndre Aiden, and and they were playing back and forth. And but I think I think we had to leave at one point. Yeah, because we had to go add some, you know, one of the central items that we had to pick up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the toilet tissue. So I, I ended up leaving, but I, so I don't know who won that that last little matchup between uh, Patrick Beverly and DeAndre Aiden. But they sitting in they. Matching and mm. chilling and playing 2K. Well, my kids told me 2K wasn't good, so I ain't, yeah. I haven't even gotten it. Mm. And, you know, I've been sticking it out with Madden and playing with Madden and different little things. And I've uh, been playing my friend, and man, now he, you know, he, he kind of mad at me. He, he said, you know, I was beating him. So now he want to team up with me. <laughs> but shoot, he, he had been beating me in 18 and 19. I really. Didn't really have anybody to play with. And, man, I really didn't get it all the time. Before 18 and before I, me and my friend end up becoming real friends. You know, so now we play it. And we can shoot. After this podcast, we probably get on in uh, in a minute to put our ultimate team together. Because I've been working on it. It's to a point where we I had to work on a part and he worked on a part. But, you know, that's what's going on with the league right now. You know, everybody's trying to be creative and mm-hmm. trying to work through this thing. I really hope the NBA come back, finish, because I want my Lakers to go ahead and get their ring. I want uh, to see that AD sign back with the Lakers. The Lakers keep going, keep trying to come back. I don't care about no other team. So, you know, bump all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's just not really fun anymore. Um, me and my youngest, sometimes my oldest, you know, we'll go out to the parks and stuff and, and shoot basketball when we can't watch sports. But um, right now we... Stuck in the house. Stuck in the house. And I mean, we can go out to the driveway and shoot in the basketball goal or something. But it's just not the same oh. when you have, like, competition at LA Fitness. No random people yeah, asking, no the, yeah. <laughs> asking so, to join the game. Yeah, so it's, it, it's just not fun anymore. So, it's a new day. Yeah. But, shoot, man. Have y'all seen, you know, like, the, the players now, though? 
that's posting themselves online. What you uh, mean? Shoot, man, LeBron James and grown a beard. Oh, he showed, <laughs> he showed where his wife one time. Oh you know, yeah, she cut. Cutting out her, because yeah. uh, she can't go to the. She man. was shaving him yesterday, shaving his face. She was shaving his face. Yeah, but I bet somebody got to do it. I, I bet you wasn't the same though. Oh. Like you know, going to the barber shop. Yeah, I bet you probably didn't even like that. You still won't let me even edge you up. No. Wait, wait no. a minute. Calm down. No, Calm no, down. No, no, no. <laughs> you and nobody like um your kids or anything. Yeah. No. Mm. They my kids. When you say stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, little down. They, they your kids. They your kids. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, I guess you know everybody. You know all the teams and stuff. Are, you know, getting a little rest in. Yeah. It look like people like the Hawks. And <laughs> you supposed to laugh at that? Oh, <laughs> and then people like the Hawks and stuff. And they won't be able to come back this year because you know they'll be done. Because, you know, if they start the playoff, they won't be in it. <laughs> Who's going to be in the playoff? Huh? Who's going to be? Man, Your I, Lakers. Yeah, my Lakers, number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who else? Shoot, um, I think we got, um, like, Houston. Who finished um, pretty good? I, I forgot. It's been so long ago. <laughs> but I just, you know, I've been keeping up with, oh, Milwaukee with Giannis and them. They, you know, they going to be up there. And Curry and them won't make it back. Wow. Shoot. I mean, he had a lot of rest. Now, shoot, if they would have let them come finish where they left off, shoot, Curry if be able to come back, probably um, Thompson will be able to come back. They'll probably have a little team, a little good look. Well, probably not enough push to, you know, get to the playoffs, but they'll probably end up looking good. But they done for the year. Yeah, see y'all next fall. It'll be okay, but I am ready for when they football. And if you cancel football, they can't we, cancel I, football. I, I think we're gonna have a little problem, even if it starts late. I think we're gonna have a little problem. Football starting what? What month? In August. Yeah. Usually pre preseason usually start in August. Yeah. Man. So man, if uh, people stay in their doggone houses and vote, <laughs> uh, we might we might be all right by August. I don't know. You know they they say that the virus can't stand up in in heat and the warm weather, so that's why they're saying. We'll be back on the roads in June. So let's just say football will be back. And if not, what you going to do? Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to record it. I'm going to record it, y'all. I'm recording him crying man, in the corner. Shoot, man, I don't even know what to do. I be like LeBron, run my hair and beard and everything. Be just like, mm. hell, on it. Man, I can't believe this mess. Shoot, man, it's already uh, affected the XFL. Right. Yeah, I mean, they suspended, you know, the little thing. Oh, my goodness, man. I was just getting into it. Yeah. You know, just like the show, getting into it. Did y'all get it? Hey. <laughs> let's get into it. But, you know. Since we are talking about getting into it, let's, let's talk a little bit about self-care. Because you talked earlier about uh, LeBron wife shaving him and how you wouldn't let me shave you. But I'm going to tell you just from what I've been seeing on the internet from these, not just from your athletes, but from these actors and things, we, we have to really take, take care of ourselves during this. You, you still women, we still got to moisturize. Look, lotion, your bodies, take care of yourself because when this thing turns around and it will, just like we just said back, you know, when the summer comes and 
the, the virus rate drops, then people will be back out there, back at work. I think this is time for you right now to kind of get your regimen down. For us natural women, I mean, it's hard for us to find like what works for us. It's hard for us to, to pinpoint what makes our hair pop. So learn about your hair, learn about what makes your hair pop, whether it's low porosity or high porosity, or if you're a 4C or a 3C or something, learn about yourself. Get on Google, get on YouTube and learn how to take care of yourself during this time because otherwise we'll let these men drive us crazy. Yeah, I know he was working on this big project with the fence yesterday, last week, the week before that. <laughs> it wasn't the fence. You got to let them know that I, I, different project. The fence was the end of it. I just started on the fence, what, the other day and finished it up? Mm-hmm. So we're going on. I'm moving on to other projects around the house. I got a couple of good ones, but as long as you, ain't, uh, you don't interfere with my progress, we good. I ain't going to bother you. I do need you to work on this one project. Oh, Lord. Look, see? Look, mm-hmm. we need the floors done. We need the carpet pulled up and some laminate put down. In the living room, I saw a spot on the rug where the carpet is coming up a bit. It could be because Fredo is running around like like a crackhead. That's what my son calls him, a crackhead, when he runs around like that. But, shoot, all I know is we got some stuff to do, and you the man to do it, and good luck with that. No, we're going to do this as a family. It won't be just me. Now, you just need to tell us what to do. If you tell us what to do, we should be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Uh, It won't be just me. Relationships is all about working together. Well, you got that right. I got to get a couple more tools, though. Once I um, do that, then we should be straight. All right. So I wanted to, to ask a question to you. So what I'm about to do, I'm about to read one of Steve Harvey. And Shirley's Strawberry Letters, you remember those from his his radio show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years ago. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I guess, I, wasn't it funny? No, it wasn't funny. It was crazy. It was but what we finna do, we are about to read it. And I want to hear your thoughts. I'm going to give my thoughts too. But because we've been in a relationship for so long, we, we can consider ourselves. So long? What, what this supposed to mean? We can consider ourselves experts. Oh, okay. So we are going to help these folks, which I don't know what happened to them, but we're going to help them ourselves. So I'm about to read this strawberry letter. Listen up, because yeah. I'm not going to repeat it. All we're right. just going to answer it. Okay. All right. I'm a 42-year-old, and my fiance and I have been together for 12 years. He is the father of my two sons. Recently, he proposed. He said he was ready to get married. He told me that he's never been in love like this with any other woman. We were in sheer bliss until a month later. After he asked me to marry him, a woman called me and told me that she's been dealing with my fiance for 10 years. When I confronted him, he confessed and apologized. He told me that at the time he started the affair, he was feeling low and that he was having some issues within himself. I forgave him. Then two months later, I found out about another woman that he was dealing with for many years. I had no idea about his side relationships. He has always been very attentive and present with me and our children. We have suggested, uh, he has suggested couples counseling. 
I don't really know what this guy is or who this guy is anymore. I'm trying to make it work, but it's painful and so hard to work past the betrayal, lies, and deceit. What do you think I should do? Should I believe that he's a changed man and marry him? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, if you do, you're stupid. <laughs> um, oh, uh, you done resulted to name calling already? Oh, I'm racist. Okay, okay, Big D. How do you address this as a man? Oh. From a male point of view. I don't even want to answer that question. I already know. I'm telling her, run for the hills. <laughs> Yeah. This man sounds like a, a sociopath. He's doing stuff he's not even thinking. No, he's dealing with like those. Well, he's not in love. No. And he's lusting. So he's getting them mixed up. So did you say the two kids were healed by her? Yeah, she has two kids. Oh, by him? Yeah. Oh, my goodness, Lord. What I didn't hear is whether he had any outside children. But when someone cheats like this, and all these women popping For up. 10 years though? Yeah. I mean, why in the world she made him, she let him wait 10 years? 12. 12 years. Yeah, they, they've been together oh 12 goodness. years. Well, I'm about to, oh my goodness. But man, I, I, I just don't get it. I mean, you, you sit around here with three different women. Maybe more. Maybe more. And his baby mama, whatever, needs to go. She needed need to, need to run, but you do understand that she's probably thinking that yeah, she's in be hard to find somebody. I mean, she's she. You don't want to lose that time because when he's with her, he treats her like she's everything. That there is no one else. She's like, how does he even find time? He's attentive to me. He treats me well. So she's in that pool. Like he hasn't done anything against me except this. A lot of rich people get cheated on all the time and they stay with their mates. And a lot of poor people are expected to just break up with their people if, if something like this comes up. Is cheating the end all be all of a relationship? Man, when you read the letter, I almost pulled my face. <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> I don't even know, man. It's just, that's one of the craziest thing. I, oh, my goodness. Really? I wouldn't marry him, no. No. But I would. You, you definitely don't marry him. No. He's he going to turn around and cheat on you in the marriage. He's going to cheat on her in the marriage. And that's the thing. But but she also has to decide if she if she wants to put up with someone who who cheats. If infidelity is not a big deal, sometimes you have to make a decision. Oh my it, there you are don't make that type of decision. No, but it's okay. So it's like somebody going into a relationship with someone who is on drugs. Yeah, but you just you said. know they're on drugs, but you're hoping that you can fix them so that they can stop. I've known people who married drug addicts or people who take drugs socially, and they're thinking, okay, it's no big deal. It just happened, you know, one or two times and it, they can stop. They'll love me enough to stop. And I just need to help them get there. It, it's not that way. You can't change anyone. So this woman is just for me, is just going to have to decide if she's OK with infidelity. No. Oh, my goodness. No one should be. But I mean, you, you shouldn't want to be treated like a floor mat. That's just simple. I mean. The mm-hmm. doormat, excuse me. I said floor mat. Same. You get walked on. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, you get walked on that and trampled and everything. Mm-hmm. I I just don't think no nobody really deserves to be treated like that, male or female. Yeah, I agree. Feelings baby. get hurt, and you just don't know what people do. 
after um, being in love with you for so long. Yeah, people oh, just. Oh, I ain't yeah. think about that aspect yeah. of it. Just like if you leave me right now, I don't know what I'll do. You will go on living. I so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Just like me, Dude, life will go on. I'll go on. I'm still young. Shoot, you know that's right. I am. You old. Let's not. Let's no. not. Let's no. not lie to the people. <laughs> I'm not old. <laughs> no, but yeah. I mean, I think you you give good advice. I really like your advice and your friends and all the people who ask my sister call you sometimes, and she'll call me and she'll say. What does Dominique think about it? I don't always pass the message because I forget, but uh, you give good advice. We're going to keep this segment in our podcast. Strawberry Letter is going to be a part of it. All right. That's cool with me. All right. Well, I mean, it's been it's been real. This, it's been real. This has been one of the, the best podcasts we've done. This is actually the third one we've re- Fourth one? Fourth one we've recorded. But this is the first one that is going to make it out there to you guys. Yep, 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 yep. Give them our uh, email address where they can email us about their thoughts about the show, any comments. Or if they have any strawberry letters, any yeah. advice y'all need, our email address is lgintuit at gmail.com. That's l-g-i-n-t-o-i-t at gmail.com. And we hope to give you good advice on the next show. Well, comment, comment, like, subscribe. Yeah, (laughs) that's what they always say. Have fun, and hopefully, hopefully, we're back in business and won't have to talk about this coronavirus. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys, take care.